Welcome to Best Threesome Ever, a podcast discussing all things revolving around nerdy pop culture. Probably not what you were expecting, but it's just as fun. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Rob, and Kevin. Everybody check in. Red 5 standing by. Red Fox standing by. I'm coming, Elizabeth. Should we get this started now? All right, here we go. Best threesome ever. Episode 102, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games in Minneapolis. I'm Nick. I'm Kevin. I'm not Rob, I'm Lee. Uh, <laughs> yes, we we are we are Robless. He is out on assignment. Um, and by that we mean technology was not agreeing with him and he had some issues, so he is uh not part of this episode. So we have Lee. He is in our hearts. He is. So we have our we have our return guest. I think you hold the record of number of as, as the most returned guest on our show. I, am I the only four Pete you have then? Um, yeah, I would probably say yes. Everyone else has a, a life, or what? What's my excuse? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to start one of those clubs, like an IT crowd or uh, a Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not buying you a blazer though. <laughs> Don't worry, the club dudes will pay for it. <laughs> yeah, the club dudes. Yep, yep, well, certainly will. Ah, so is everybody uh, surviving the the shelter in place? Yeah, I'm a little disappointed in this apocalypse. Yep. I, I was kind of hoping for more Mad Max. Yeah, I don't know if I want that far into the to the uh, apocalypse yet, but I did order my apocalypse with zombies, so I'm trying to figure out how to return this bad boy without a receipt. I mean, just put okay, some Karen. spikes on some hockey pads and make it Mad Max yourself. <laughs> there we <laughs> go. Thank you. <laughs> Take That's your car to the grocery store from now on. Take your car, like put a bunch of plate metal on it, and yeah, absolutely. I like some I chicken wire. Humongous. That's close enough. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> barbed yeah. wire. Take out the windows. Put some barbed wire around them. I get it. Totally, it's worth it. Awesome. That's freaky enough for Golden Valley. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you'd, you'd probably be getting the cops called on you right away. As usual. As usual. Uh, Kevin, since the last time we recorded, are you still pretty much the same, except do you want to go out still? Yeah, pretty much. And how much, yeah. not much change here. Wait, not yeah. that sweet, it's sweet stimmy, Bill. Yeah, I got my, Which I got I'm my stimulus check today. You got yours already. But you haven't filed your taxes for 2019 yet, have you? I have not. See, and I don't know. I, I, I don't know. How, I don't know how they decided how to do it. Reverse alphabet? I don't know. Alphabetical? <laughs> I, I don't know. I've heard everything did, uh, from. Did you, did you do your? On, go ahead. You didn't hear any of mine. No, I just What's heard that? Lee talking. Oh, I was going to say, um, if you did your 2018 taxes electronically, you're already in the system, so it's automatically going to send that to your. Uh, address of record that way. Uh, however, if you had to pay in and send it by check gotcha. and uh, I didn't, uh, or just uh, send everything by uh, have a uh, direct normal deposit mail, set up. Uh, it mailed out, which hmm, mm. you should have had it by now then. I haven't, I didn't file my, my, my 2018 taxes um, with a direct deposit because uh, it was just going to my student loans anyway. But now that's done. I finally did it this year, but I didn't get it yet. But I've heard everything from it depends on what uh, income bracket you're in to whether or not you're with a big bank or a credit union. I've heard all sorts of stuff. I think they just throw a, a, a dartboard at a, at, a, at a map and 
or a list of names. I don't know, letters in the alphabet. And that's how they decide who gets what, when. I like the idea of throwing a dartboard at a map. That's, <laughs> that makes me laugh. Thank you. You're welcome. You know me. Uh, and done with OPP. Yeah. Moving on with, um, you know, some other happy news or less than happy news. I don't know if you guys were big fans of Mad Magazine. I know I was a big fan of Mad Magazine growing up. Apparently, they're one of their main character artists, uh, Mort Ducker, Drucker, sorry. But he died recently. It's kind of sad, but uh, I don't know if you guys were Mad Magazine, Cracked Magazine, anyone? I read it. Oh, I was, was huge on Mad Magazine. I love that. <laughs> yeah? You, didn't, you never bought them, Kevin? Not really, no. No. Uh, my uncles had them uh, from like the 70s. They were all up at the family cabin. So, hmm. uh, you know, and that was still kind of regarded as the, the golden era. But uh, imagine being an eight-year-old trying to find a joke about Bella Abzug funny. Uh, you know, it was, uh, it was interesting, but, uh, they also had a lot of nudity back in those episodes. So it was, it was great. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, early, even in like the early eighties, they still had a little bit of nudity, but I think as it progressed, they kind of were like, no, we can't have boobies. They, I think they still definitely had some, I don't know how you would, what you would call it, but the same thing that we were talking about with Dragon's Lair, uh, with Daphne, Princess Daphne, they, Definitely were very provocative with their cartoon artistry. Yeah, you got to miss the 80s. Yeah. I don't know if I miss the 80s that much. I don't know that I read Mad as much. Well, no, I think I read Mad more, but I mainly just would peruse through it at like Schinders, which is where I always got my Mad magazine from. And then I would pretty much just look for the spy versus spy. And I'd only buy the ones that had like interesting things in them. I didn't buy them all. I don't know what I did with my collection, though. Probably gave it away to somewhere uh, if it's anything like mine mom got rid of it when you went to summer camp never went to summer camp uh, you didn't miss much <laughs> it's basically like high school with canoes Ugh, sounds horrible yeah pretty much oh and endless rounds of kumbaya <laughs> uh, that sounds just like the worst absolute worst yeah and you keep going back every year i don't know Something's wrong with us. So there's that. Uh, we didn't. I don't know how we missed this, Kevin. The uh, Marvel's What If. I, I went back on the episodes, and I listened, and we talked about like uh, the the buddy cop comedy with Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision and the Loki thing, but we didn't talk about the What If, and they pr- came out. It was an episode before uh, we had the lengthy discussion about it. Oh, was it? Maybe it didn't go far yeah, enough they, back. They announced all of these would, back during uh, Infinity War, not even Endgame. D23, I think it was. Yeah, they all part of the same uh, press conference. Oh, man. They were on Disney Plus, too. So. Maybe I maybe I just missed out, or I, I wasn't a part of it because I didn't know what it was. But it, we, we talked about the Captain Britain, because I don't, I don't remember talking about the Captain Britain and the and the zombie Captain America and uh, T'Challa as uh, Star-Lord. <laughs> That'll be interesting. I, I kind of want to uh, see what his take's going to be on that because, I mean, Chadwick is a funny guy anyways, but he's definitely a different type of funny from Chris Pratt. Right. And they are bringing back all of the original cast to voice themselves. And they're doing – the first season is 23 episodes. And – 
uh, one for every movie. So there's going to be a what if for every movie that they made. And the only one that is a question right now is Robert Downey Jr. Hmm. Because his contract is up to be Iron Man, but he may come back and do the voice work. But who knows? He costs a lot of money. The only problem I have is that we don't get to see a live action uh, Peggy Carter in a Captain Britain costume. <sighs> Boy, Haley Atwell is a nice looking lady. Yeah, I don't fuck. I don't remember it. But oh well. If you said we talked about it, I believe we did. I just don't remember it. So Star Lord uh, and Black Panther are wild, right? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be the best cut of audio ever. In the, the the audience is completely fucking lost. With that one, but what is happening? Long, long story short, we had some technical issues and now we're back. So hopefully we can continue with this and not have any more <laughs> kerfluffles. Apparently the there's a coronavirus of internet stuff and computer issues that is going on here so one might say i google chrome a virus <laughs> i see what you're I'll, yourself. I'll, <laughs> I'll see myself out <laughs> no please yeah. don't i like you're you're making me giggle uh so so yeah captain america t'challa Ch- star lord and then we moved on to um which i might i might just cut this cut that at that point and then come back into uh come back into this, but we started talking about uh, Taika Waititi's uh, live uh, broadcast uh, or uh, what the internet showing of Thor Ragnarok yeah, and how yeah. dur- during that he, he did some conver- conversating about Love and Thunder, the new Thor uh, movie, and, and the, the general consensus of things was a lot of people took things with brains of salt because it's Taika Waititi and he's very comical and sometimes you know what he, sometimes he's telling the truth sometimes he's telling a joke so um but apparently he did say that it's going to focus mainly around Jane being Thor and she's kind of the thunder part of it and the love aspect is Valkyrie uh, and she's trying to find her princess uh for the new Asgard um and Chris Hemsworthy's Thor will have a small part in it, but will be in it. So I'm not quite sure where this is going to go. And maybe Kevin, you can update myself and maybe the audience who doesn't know, because uh, I can't believe I'm the only one in the comic books. How does Jane become Thor? And when she becomes Thor is the other Thor still Thor? Yes, they're both still uh, Thor because he he has a different weapon at this point. She um, is able to lift Mjolnir because she is worthy. You actually don't see it happen um, right away. She just sort of comes in and is Thor with blonde hair and fire and thunder and uh, everyone thinks it's uh, 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 Brunhild from the Valkyries, but uh, yeah, it ends up being Jane Foster and everyone was like, oh, what? But yeah, so... Um, it, and I, I'm, I'm struggling to remember the circumstance of how she, because they did go back and go over it. I just, I can't remember how she got it. Well, and she that's picked what, it up off the coat hook, I think. And <laughs> she's like, oh, I guess I can do this. Uh, maybe when she, maybe, oh no, because that would fuck up the timeline. I was thinking back to uh, Thor Ragnarok and when, well, mainly in Endgame because I've been watching a lot of rewatching a lot of movies. Uh, but whatever for. Because I have nothing better to do. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I have a lot of things to do. I just been being lazy, and depression's a thing. So, in Endgame, when he goes back, 
Maybe there's something with the hammer. I don't know. Because it's kind of like Cap's shield. Uh, that's the one thing I've noticed in the MCU movies is somehow Cap has got so many shields. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious where they all come from. And after they, after the, he becomes friends with T'Challa and you know the Wakanda, the Wakanda area, I'm sure that they can just be like, yeah, we'll fucking make a new shield, no problem. But prior to that, because even in Winter Soldier, what's the one that starts with him on the boat and him they evade the boat yeah, with the Winter Soldier? soldier. Yeah, because his like I noticed his shield there is kind of muted. It's kind of like a stealth shield. It was the same shield. They just repainted it. Oh, it brings it to like the auto body shop, and they just yep. I guess. Good my shield. So I'm I'm curious, yeah, if they're how they're going to explain where she gets the hammer from, and are they going to give her blonde hair? You know, because obviously Natalie Portman has very brunette hair. Well, so did Jane in the comics, but yeah, um, but my oh. guess is yes, they'll they'll probably throw her in blonde, and I I hope they do. Hmm. It might have something to do with the Loki series now that the timeline is messed up twice. Maybe <laughs> he brings it back and. Because hmm. you know they want to bring Hiddleston back because I mean, dude's gold on screen. He truly is. He can't yeah. stay killed. Yeah. And, and that was why uh, in our, our group chat for Best Reason Ever, I had questioned about in Spider-Man Homecoming when they're doing the big move out of Avengers Tower that Happy mentions Thor's belt. And I was wondering if maybe that had something to do with it because my question was, why do they have it at Avengers Tower? Did Thor like just leave it there? I, th- I think it was mostly just meant to be a cute little Easter egg. Okay. Oh, and didn't they say something about uh, Cap's new shield? So that would imply that there's an old shield that could be the one that he gave away at the end of Endgame. I just assumed that that was his first one, or he went to Wakanda and had them again make a new one. <laughs> I don't know. There's... Well, and that's the thing, because in Civil War, um, it, it they basically uh, imply that the shield that Captain America still has is the one that uh, uh, Howard Stark helped build. Huh. I... But there's also the one that Tony made in, or had in the uh, shop in Iron Man 2. And I think that was the, the prototype one. Yeah, and then because somewhere in was it Infinity War, Infinity War or Endgame where they talk about it might have been Infinity War, where I think they say that there's some prototype shields or they're working on a new prototype shield somewhere. Um, so I'm wondering if maybe at Avengers headquarters, maybe they just had a, a line of you know shields and Cap had like his like these are my starting shields and these ones are. Ones that were okay, but I don't like them as much, so I guess I'll use them if I have to. But he just wanted that display room like Tony for the armor. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I would. I would love to see the armory at uh, at Avengers headquarters. Oh, that'd be so much fun. It would be a lot of fun. So I don't know. I I forget what else was mentioned. Anybody else remember anything else that was mentioned uh, that Taika Waititi mentioned about Love and Thunder, or have you read anything? About it, uh, just, just the press release. Yeah, well, uh, I did you... say in the previous thing that I like the idea of using uh, Natalie Portman as an actual part of the plot rather than somebody observing it uh, through the movie. Because uh, as amazing as she is, and as likable as a character she is, she didn't really affect anything in one and two, other than 
to be affected by everything. Uh, you know, I mean, she got the ether, but really it was up to Thor to save her. Uh, you know, she sort of tried to help Thor figure out what was going on, but ultimately uh, Heimdall and uh, uh, the hammer was what ended up saving him. So it was, yeah. it's good that you're using a fantastic, fantastic actress to actually do something in one of these movies. Right. Cause she was mostly just a mobile MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder though, like I like Natalie Portman as an actress and she's been in some, some of my favorite movies, but I just, I'm curious if she can pull off the action aspect of it. The, the physical, the, the physical action part of it. Um, cause she hasn't really been an action movie star, but Maybe that's a new something new in her wheelhouse. I don't know. But two words for you though: the professional. Yeah, but she wasn't really. She didn't do much. I mean, she didn't. She didn't shoot a gun. She just kind of was there with Leon, and you know, she ran away from Gary Oldman. Uh, no, fair enough. Well, she did uh, shoot the president with a paintball gun, didn't she? Or the mayor, or whoever that was in Central Park. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she did. Yeah. yeah. What was that uh, fantasy movie she did with uh, uh, Franco? Oh, uh, oh, God. Uh, high, high Night or something. There's some kind Your of joke. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin, about, you were going to say. Uh, yeah, Annihilation. She had a gun and was shooting shit. And... I never saw that movie, so I don't remember. It was Kevin I mean, and I haven't either, but thing. I remember her having a gun and shooting shit from yeah. trailers well, and such. Maybe she can do it. I don't know. I guess uh, we'll just have to see. So I, I would imagine that hopefully at her caliber of acting that she can. I just, I really do because um, I think there's a, as I, as I've mentioned before, for me personally, um, I think there's a level of expectation when it comes to Marvel films for like fight scenes. Like I expect phenomenal fight scenes, no matter what the Marvel movie is. Um, I mean, what was Chris Hemsworth before Thor? He was Kirk's dad. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll get, I'll give that to you. So, and may, you know, and maybe it's not always about the the brute force part of it because I mean, even like you know, Kate Blanchett and um, she didn't do a lot of like f- physical fighting. I mean, she did, but she didn't. You know, where but it was more just kind of what she was doing with her powers. So, yeah, but the spear fight with Thor was badass. It was pretty badass. It was pretty badass. So I guess we'll just see. And then I'm not trying to knock her on it. I'm just, I'm just curious at how it's going to be. So I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, I just hope they don't do like a Samuel L. Jackson from uh, the prequel trilogy where they're like, yeah, just go ahead and do whatever you want because you're too big. Uh, Because boy, his choreography sucked in those movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they kind of had to, to to choreograph the blasters around him. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, his yeah. Uh, Kevin, do you know? Do you know if this is going to follow any one of the comics, or are they just kind of doing their own thing? I mean, theoretically, it should follow at least to a degree the you know the comic book line that put Jane Foster as Thor in the first place. Maybe the Mjolnir, and what I found out was Heimdall uh, sent her to find it, but it was on the moon. Hmm. And then, and then when she touched it, she was able to lift it. Somehow she went to the oh, Heimdall sent her there. Yeah. Um, and in, in the comic books, does that take place in the same timeline, like just right after end, kind of the Infinity War end of the Infinity War comic series? 
in well, the, the Infinity act- War in the comic series took place a long, long time ago. Um, yeah, this I is, read those in high school, and I'm old. Yeah, this is they're. I think they're trying to bring in more of the present stuff. Okay. To the comics, which is why um, there there's rumor of them bringing in um, Riri mm. uh, <laughs> to to be the next Iron Man. That'd be interesting. There was apparently this kind of goes off that same thing. Apparently, there was a another cut scene that they did, and where after Tony snapped his fingers, they were bringing him to the soul area, the same place that that uh, blah, 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 um, that Thanos was in when after he did his initial snap, and he sure. met you know Gamora, young Gamora. Well, in this one, he met his his daughter who was grown up. And she kind of gives him the speech about, "Don't worry, everything is fine." And you know, because yeah, the girl was cast as it, yeah. as the adult yeah. Morgan, and like we we talked about her in an episode, even we did, yep, we did, because we were we were wondering about it, and um, so apparently her entire role got cut. So, but yeah, it was. I watched it, and I'm glad they didn't put it in the the movie because they were like, well, we kind of wanted to go back and make that connection with like the Thanos thing, but make it a more positive one and just kind of give that reassurance of Tony, you know, Tony feeling okay with his decision because he was wrestling with that decision. Um, but then he then the brothers were like, and then we thought of Lord of the Rings, and we didn't want the twenty fucking ending thing. We just want to make it a smooth transition and just end it. Um, so I think that's when they changed Pepper's lines to, you know, it's okay, you can rest now, and very simply just put everything that his daughter said uh, into a few short lines, which I which I loved still. Cut scenes, man. I'm sure that actress got paid a, a substantial amount of money to do that small thing that even though she got cut. Although, I don't know, do they still get paid if they get cut? Uh, yeah, uh, usually. I mean, I so, I will, yeah. if you get filmed saying a line, you get paid. You get paid money. Motherfucking yep. movie checks. <laughs> Although I do gotta feel bad for Ant Man's daughter from Ant Man One. She was cute and funny, and now it's a completely different actress playing her going forward. If they go forward, yeah, and that we've talked about that on a, a previous episode about how we would like to see the the new Avengers, and apparently it may or may not be in development. I mean, who knows? I don't. I hope. What phase are they in now? Four, five, 16, 21? What phase day is four. it? That I hope phase four continues with the strong, you know, phase three was pretty fucking strong. I just hope they keep the momentum train going with these, and I, I really hope they do. Uh, and I hope the, I hope there's not a lot of gatekeeping uh, within the, the fandom because, Ugh. you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, and, to, to stop the momentum and the movies can be great. And then the, the, the gatekeeping of the fans will be like, ah, it's not what we wanted. It's like, who the f- did you enjoy it? Who cares? You know, I don't know. Just my thoughts and worries, I guess. Hakuna Matata, my man. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. What's a motto? Nothing. What's a motto with you? <laughs> the classics never die, man. Uh-oh. Um, I told you I've been uh, speaking of old movies. I watched, I went, I, Kevin knows this. I went back and I watched The Wizard after our episode where we talked about it. It's, yep, it's real dated. To, um, to quote the movie, it's so bad. 
Yeah, I forgot. I, I, for some odd reason, don't forgot that Christian Slater was in it. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It just uh, the one line where the girl says he touched my breast, and I'm like, that made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, because um, that dude's just doing exactly what he should be doing, which is finding a runaway kid. And he's but he not was kind No, but he was kind of creepy looking. Yeah, um, well, he's in Reno. So yeah, it was. I don't know. I don't know why I liked it so much as a kid. And it was still, it was kind of nice to watch it again, but I don't understand why as a kid, I liked it so much. Cause it, it was, was about a, Nintendo. It was a big Nintendo commercial. Of course we liked it. Yeah, that's, that's why we watched Captain and the Game Master. And oh yeah. I forgot about that. Is that that animated series? Yeah. And I just realized I should totally cosplay as Simon Belmont from that. Oh yeah. Hey, he yeah, was yeah, a yeah. big blonde jerk. that was completely full of himself. I don't know if uh, I can pull it off or not. They, uh, yeah, because he had like that controller as a belt buckle, and he had uh, the blaster as his pistol or something. Yeah. And he was teamed up with Kid Icarus, and uh, uh, was Mega Man? In? No, yeah, Mega Man was one of the guys in that. I think so. I I don't remember. I just remember he could pause things at different times, which I thought was weird. Yeah, but he was like, wasn't he? Wasn't it like an alternate? Like a. He like was brought into the game world, but could also still had his normal human life outside of the game world. I think so. I just remember him surfboarding on a fucking Game Boy. That's literally (laughs) all I remember from the show. (laughs) Oh, that's right. They did have a Game Boy as like his uh, sidekick or something. Didn't he talk? Yeah, didn't he talk? But they also like rode him. Yes, he was. He was like a. He was like emo from Adventure Time. Yeah, in, yeah. in Interstellar, when they had that big, hunky robot, monolith robot that was walking around, totally reminded me of the Game Boy from that. <laughs> I was just trying to think of what movie that was in. <laughs> oh, Interstellar. <amazing>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, he totally did. Yeah, he, he absolutely did. Um, because it, was, it also came out, there was also a very, very short-lived laser tag cartoon oh, that yeah. came out that I watched. And it was about the same time as Captain Nintendo, I want to say. Um, which I don't remember much about that show either. I just remember they were like laser tag police, and I don't even remember the plot. The Star Patrol, yeah. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. And then there was a live-action Photon show that Mm. uh, was absolutely horrible. But it got picked up when they replaced Captain Lou on the uh, Super Mario show. Uh, for like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like they just decided to make it like gritty and urban or something like, and uh, it was uh, yeah, it was all about hey, uh, bad green screen, very early '90s stuff. I loved the Super Mario Brothers Super Show with the oh. god awful live action parts. Hey there, Paisanos! Was, oh, I loved it. It was so bad. I, I don't remember this. the whole theme song. It was oh, <laughs> it is burning my head. Or the Mario Brothers rap. Don't even get me started. I don't remember any of this. Okay, so here's one I got reminded of recently. And speaking of old shows, since we're reminiscing and all old. Absolutely. Either of you two watched Inhumanoids and the nightmare fuel that cartoon was? Oh my god, yes. Which one was that? The the thing about like these elementals from hell got (coughs) released and like it had the worst, best uh, theme song of all time. Like, Inhumanoids, Inhumanoids, release the evil that's inside. Something like that. It was awful. (laughs) But it was like it had like the big rock guy and it had like a dinosaur that was like fucking inside out. It was gross. I loved it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm looking it up right now. Um, I've. 
very vaguely remember watching this cartoon. I may have caught it, but I don't. So I don't remember it. There was another one of those. uh, It was live action, and a friend of my dad's actually was the producer on it. But do you guys remember Captain Power? Yeah, absolutely. I loved Captain Power. What a great kid show taking place in a post-apocalyptic wasteland where one of the main characters murdered billions of people. Yeah, because it would be because Captain Power was like the live action version of Centurions. Power Extreme. Um, if you remember the Centurions, which I also loved, like the whole exoskeleton fucking fighting thing. Ace um, McCloud and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Captain Power was ph- phenomenal um, for how crappy it, it was. But my friends and I used to love that show. I think it only lasted, what, one season? Two. Uh, Two? And there was oh. uh, like a couple. Um, Little TV movies. It it didn't get picked up by most places, but yeah, uh, I had all the toys because you know got them for free. Uh, but nice. yeah, that was a fun one. And what I realized was uh, they worked with laser tag, which is what made me think of it. Uh, they sure so did. You could play laser tag with Captain Power. You could. Uh, cool. And yeah, I just feel like all I need is an ecto cooler, and I'll be back in the eighties right now. Oh God, I want an ecto cooler so bad. <laughs> It's yeah, you had drink orange drink. <laughs> yeah, you had to buy the the special little uh, like plane thing that you could shoot at the shoot at the screen. Yeah, they had the good guy one, the bad guy one, and then they had the power up and the uh, they had the two bases. Yeah, with the crappy, the very crappy early early uh, um, side. What, what, what's what I'm looking for here? bad special effects for the bad guys it was all it was all cg but it was just like early like seven bit uh bad cg yeah um kevin did you did you ever watch the captain power or was that before your time i i don't know if it was before my time but i did i don't think i watched it no yeah it was uh the big tank dude yeah it was it's finally thorson captain power and the souls of the future no, not not really before my time. This definitely would have been something I was into. I just don't think, because like my brothers had a lot of control of the TV. I just I don't think that was <laughs> something we watched. <laughs> yeah, kind of Power Rangersy. It's very Power Rangers meets uh, the Centurions. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that uh, that guy that played the tank dude. He was a pretty big. He's been a lot of things. Conan the Barbarian, Mallrats. Yeah, he was the security guard in Mallrats. He was the big tiger guy in Gladiator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, we're just walking down memory lane here. Yeah, we are. It's almost like a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I I don't mind walking down memory lane. It's fun. It adds content to the show, right? Yeah. Um, I, I will say all the podcasting I've been able to do, both with you guys and the new network, uh, it really does fill in for hanging out with my buddies at the bar because all we do in real life is talk about all the movies we used to love. And so now we just do it on the internet. Nice. Yeah. It's kind of nice. This is what I've always kind of wanted to do is talk about nerdy shit. Um, I'm glad I'm doing it in an audio form. Cause at one point, uh, with Austin, they gentlemen of leisure prior to gentlemen of leisure, uh, they used to just kind of write these short little things. And when it first got started, it was just kind of these short little nerdy things. And I wanted to do that. But I'm not much of a writer. Um, so I'm glad we got into this podcasting thing because now I can verbally talk about it. Although my verbal skills some days are worse than others. But uh, you get the picture mostly. Yeah, me not talk good either. 
Well, I try to get my point across. Sometimes the words just don't leave my mouth. There was something else I was going to bring on. I was going to talk about when we were, since we were going down memory lane of shows we used to watch. I know we talked about it once. The what were those uh, knights with the holographs on their chest? What were those guys called? Oh, God, I remember those. Uh, Live action uh, or cartoon? It was a cartoon, and they they were like it was kind of like a King Arthur type thing. But it was kind of futuristic, and they had these holograms on their chest of different animals or whatever their thing was, and like they would project uh, visionaries. out visionaries. Ah, yeah, yeah. The visionaries. I was gonna say that, that sounds the- like that King Arthur show from like the early nineties. It was yes. like a football team that got like transported to Camelot, and the quarterback's name was Arthur King, and like they became <laughs> King Arthur's knights, and like they had like all these cool powers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Similar but different. This one was like futuristic, sort of King Arthur, Thorian type stuff where it was, um, I don't even remember what the major plot was. It was just good guys versus bad guys and they would fight all the time. Um, what more plot but, do you need? R- right, exactly. But another one, and I think my one of my all-time favorite cartoons growing up, and I think it only lasted a couple seasons, was the Bionic 6. I don't know if anybody remembers that except for me, but... Oh. It had an awesome theme song. Real, it was the Bionic Six. Look it up, and Mister Bionic, uh, and he brought it. He somehow he he was kind of like the superhero, but his family didn't know because he was altered, kind of like the Six Million Dollar Man with bionic parts. Uh, but his family didn't know. But then all of a sudden, he brought his family into it, and like his wife, and like I guess they adopted a lot of kids because uh, they had this hodgepodge of kids of uh, different so ethnic, ethnic, ethnicities. But all were very stereotyped, uh, like the baseball player. That was kind of his bionic power. The girl was like a cheerleader uh, gymnast, and so she was super fast. Uh, the Asian guy, kid, was karate. I mean, it was very stereotypical, um, but it was a very fun show. They would have these little power bracelets, and it was pretty awesome. They had a really good theme song, though. I can't sing it for you. Don't ask me to. Uh, maybe I'll find it somewhere <laughs> and play it. <laughs> but it was pretty rocking. Just go. I think you could probably YouTube it. Uh, it's pretty fucking good. And speaking of waxing intellectually about, this actually ties in very perfectly with our next topic. Uh, so apparently, they not apparently, they did uh, release some new photos and a little bit of a, a story and showing the different characters from the new remake of Dune, um, a movie that I loved to watch as a kid. And I don't know why, because it was like seven hours long. It was just a very trippy thing about the spice. And like three interesting things happened in the entire movie. Exactly. The fight uh, where the, the bad guys attack the, the Atreyu family and uh, what's his name escapes. That was the exciting yeah. part. And then the battle at the end. Yeah. And of well, course. And ha- right around and oiled up with no shirt on. And I was going to say half naked sting. Right. Yeah. I'm already turned on. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so they. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? Thoughts of the pictures? Obviously, it's uh, good. Yeah. yeah, I like uh, seeing all the these actors. Uh, you know, Oscar Isaac. Um, yeah, after kind of being a little underused in the last two Star mo- Star Wars movies, I'm glad to see him. You know, still doing something. Uh, you know, depending on how good this movie is, you know, this could make or break it. But uh, like that, I thought Zendaya looked amazing. <sighs> she looks. Huh. Yeah. Like she always does, but like she just perfectly fit the role. She just seemed, uh, you know, 
comfortable in the costume. You know, it, it wasn't her usual brand of uh, um, awkward and uh, condescending. It's it seriously looked like you know she belonged uh, among the Muad'Dib. Yeah, that's, I was wondering if she's playing the Sean Sean Young part. Uh, the character's names I I don't remember, but whoever Sean Young played, I wonder if that's the part that she's re redoing, reviving. I'm I'm guessing so. And I also like seeing uh, Thanos in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, talk about a huge comeback that guy's made. And speaking of which, the original one had Captain Picard in it. Sure did. Riding a sandworm. Sure did. <laughs> With long hair. God, what a great movie. So strange. <laughs> it was. It's pretty fucked up. And uh, the big feathery hair of uh, what, Kyle MacLachlan. Yeah. Yeah. And his, his trippy dreams about the spice and the drippy water. And I remember watching him being interviewed. Uh, I think it was Leno because they were talking about the car that he drove up in. And he's like, uh, this was probably around the time of uh, Twin Peaks. But they're like, yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot of guys get uh, dropped off and they come in a car, but he just kind of came in this ratty old Jeep. He's like, yeah, that's pretty much uh, where all my money from Dune went. <laughs> he basically got paid <laughs> enough to buy a Jeep. <laughs> but, that tracks, that tracks. Yeah. The costumes look, I I, they, I mean, they look new. I mean, obviously they upgraded them a little bit. Uh, but they look very, you know, very reminiscent of the original. And I love the little uh, samurai swords they're carrying. Oh, God, yeah. I can't wait to see those fights. The weirding way, you know. Just the way it's described in the books, I, I really want to see what they do with actual fight choreographers and the ability to do the special effects right. Yeah. Kevin, your thoughts? I mean, I, I like its very serious-looking tone. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really dig how basically the look of it overall. Um, the thing I remember most from watching Dune as a child, besides mostly none of it, is that it, <laughs> it did look a little a little hokey. I remember their blue eyes really bugging me. Uh, like even as a kid. So yeah, I I, I like that it's that they're that they're they're clearly throwing a bunch of money at this and I, I think it'll it'll pay off. Yeah. I just I hope it's not as, as – I know there obviously has to be some sort of trippy parts, but I hope it's not the whole movie. And I hope they kind of – it's maybe a little bit shorter than the last one. I don't know. And maybe it's – I don't know. What was it, like nine hours long, the original? Uh, four and a half. No, four so and a half. Nine. Yeah, nine. Yeah. You know, as a kid watching that on a Saturday, that was pretty much your entire freaking day. Yeah. No, my dad loved that one and used to make me watch it, and I eventually grew to tolerate it, I suppose. But uh, yeah. he would always complain about the uh, the two hour version. You lose so much of the story, and then I'd see the four and a half hour version. I'm like, we can lose most of this. Yeah, the four and a half one is a it's a doozy of a movie to walk through. Well, then William Hurt made a version late '90s, I think. Oh yeah. Well, there was the was Children of Dune that went on Sci-Fi. Yeah. Well, this was like this was just a remake of the movie, but I think it was like a miniseries. But William Hurt uh, played uh, what's his name Atreides. I'm uh, trying to, and that yeah, was in front of the computer here. And that was a different one than the one you're talking about, Kevin. The one that was on Sci-Fi. I think so, because I know the one on Sci-Fi was a was a miniseries too. Yeah, I, I, 
I remember a, a Dune miniseries. I'm not sure which one I remember, to be honest with you. But I do remember there was a Dune miniseries. Let's use the old IMDb. Yep, just pulled it up. There's, uh, Yeah, the Dune miniseries is the one with William Hurt. Uh, oh, Children of Dune. You were right. Yes, you were correct. Because yeah. Dune, the, the one with William Hurt was 2000, which had a miniseries with three episodes. And the Children of Dune was 2003, which was a TV miniseries with three episodes. I didn't watch either one of them. And some of the same actors in it. Really? So would this be, would that be a sequel to William Hurt's Dune? James McAvoy. Wow. Alice Krieg. Hmm. Why do I know her? Why does she? Oh, she was in the original. Huh. Oh, she was the, the Borg Queen. That's who she was. Oh, yeah. That was one sexy robot lady. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, uh, um, um, it took me a while to realize that the the actress that plays Wasp is the same actress that was in the Hobbit movies as the uh, uh, the female elf. Correct, Ariel. Yes, which I absolutely one hundred percent was not not in love with her. <laughs> I could have just said I was in love with her, but I decided to go the more complicated, stupid way. It sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, there's something about those freckles, huh? I don't, I don't know what it was. She's just a very good-looking lady. She's good with a knife. She was. The fact that she can kick ass kind of is like a huge turn-on. I'm not even going to lie. Although I did notice, I was paying attention to both. I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp yesterday. Um, but I did notice that she makes this, like every time she comes out, uh, in Endgame, from being small to big, she always turns her head both left and right. Like she's, I don't know if she's like clearing her wings or what she's doing, but every time. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Actress choice just happened to be the cut they use. I don't know, but she's doing it all the time. Ramble, ramble, Nick. Are you the cheeseburglar now? Uh, no, that was Robble Robble. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. It was the hamburglar. God. <laughs> I actually went as him for one Halloween. It was amazing. Dude, I can see that. Do you have, Kevin, do you have pictures of this? I, kinda, I, I don't. I don't know how I don't, but I don't. I I might need to ask my friend Becca. If anybody would, it would be her. Uh, I, I want to. I got to see this. I know. And the one I talked about this before uh, when I dressed as Alf, there was like a picture of me and I don't know where it is. I, like there's only one picture of me dressed up as Alf, and I, I know it's probably somewhere between my mom and or my dad, somewhere lost in the piles and piles of photos. But I do know there's a picture of me dressed as Alf somewhere. I gotta find that. That sounds great. Yeah. Um. Well, should we move to nerd grabs, or is there anything else that's happening? I mean, that uh, I mean, we didn't talk about like the the new release date schedules for Marvel oh, and the Lost. Yes. Yeah. Fill us in, Kevin. I don't have that in front of me. Okay, so uh, it's not just um, Black Widow that's been moved back to the November slot. Basically, everything uh, has been moved back to a slot behind that. So Mulan took, I believe, uh, Inhumans. Uh, mm-hmm. Inhumans then took uh, something else. So basically, everything has been pushed back um, except for Black Panther. And unfortunately, the, the, the biggest victim in all of this is the New Mutants. Yes, um, Who has now been put on basically... 
uh, indefinite hiatus, uh, <laughs> which I'm so angry. I know they were like set to go and fucking. It's been set to go for a couple of years now. Um, what was that, Lee? You were talking over Kevin. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was saying they should sacrifice that one to streaming because they're not going to put it out in any reasonable time frame to do anything with a sequel. You just put it on Disney Plus. It's supposed yeah. to be the, the bridging the gap between the Fox and the MCU verse. Yes. Do, it's done. There's no reason not to put it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, may, well, hopefully they've finished finished all the uh, special effects and all that because I know, like the last episode of The Walking Dead is not going to air because they oh my God. they don't they have it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not done, which yeah. I don't understand. I I thought that shit was done before. The, oh yeah, before it the even like started done. coming out. I, I thought they the were same done with thing. the editing, according to um, Gail Anna Heard did a or uh, no, the new showrunner, uh, Chow. I can't remember, uh, but she was uh, on recently on uh, the Talking Dead, and uh, everything got shut down before they could finish the effects and editing on it. Yeah. So the acting part is done, the filming part is done, and but uh, given where everything is, uh, asking whole editors to risk themselves for a uh, basic cable television show, probably not the smartest choice. Yeah. I want to watch it too, but it's probably the right way to go. And they're going to air it when they get back to the studio, so they so when they finish it. But yeah, so the pushback, and you're specific, Kevin, you're specifically talking Marvel movies, correct? Yeah, and then uh, I mean Mulan also got the pushback too, but that's part of the whole Disney Disney shift, right? The Disney monopoly. Um, they well, want their motherfucking movie checks. They do want their motherfucking movie checks, which it, which is a, a question because AMC supposedly all the all, everybody is talking about how AMC theaters is going to file for bankruptcy, and that's the only movie theater they seem to be talking about, and I couldn't imagine that they would be the only movie chain that would be suffering from what's going on currently. Um, unless they're just filing bankruptcy to clear out their debts. Like a lot of people, you know, our, our stupid fucking dumbass of a president has filed for bankruptcy like five times. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm just curious if, I, I, I don't know. I mean, what happens if that does happen? You know, is this what happens if movie theaters are shut down? How are they going to release? Mo- you know, I that sounds horrible to me. I I love going to the theater. I, I don't care that it's cramped. I don't care that snacks are overpriced. I don't care. I want to see a big movie on a big ass screen. Yes. With a big ass sound system with big ass people like me guffawing yes. and crying and laughing and yelling with all the same shit I am opening night for a really exciting movie. That's, that's, that's the fun of a movie. Yeah. I want to hear the rest of the audience scream when, uh, cap picks up Thor's hammer. You know I mean? That's exactly. you cannot recreate that on the couch. No, you cannot. Uh, and that's, that's why I'm like, how could this, maybe they're just talking about AMC. Cause maybe, I don't know if they're the biggest nationwide chain. I don't know. Um, but I can't imagine that, uh, they, you know, there's nothing to do. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. How much does it really cost them right now to keep theaters? You know, they're paying for the property and they're paying heating, electric, and all that, but they're not paying employees unless they're paying their. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't the, know. The, the mall rent is uh, 
is kind of crazy on those because uh, they're even though they're the anchor that is pretty much the only thing that still brings people to malls anymore. It's is theaters and I uh, and Apple stores. Uh, they still pay insane amounts of uh, rent and they have to pay um, what's called traffic charges. Like uh, they just imagine like all these people walking by your doors. And so you kind of split that among all the different uh, vendors based on uh, square footage. And, you know, unless you've got like a three story uh, retail store, you don't pay um, anywhere. Nobody pays as much as a, a movie theater and they're making their money, you know, 15 bucks at a time. You know, those retail stores might get, you know, a few hundred dollars from a given customer. Um, you know, when you get a few, you know, hundred of those a day, that's definitely worth thousands of, uh, or, of regular customers. So the, uh, and sorry, the, uh, family business used to be shopping malls. My uncle was the uh, manager of Southdale when it opened, but, um, yeah, the way that the rent structure and how all the bills are set up is kind of crazy. And a lot of these shopping malls run by, uh, uh, Simon and Kelly management are still trying to figure out what to do, how to stay open before any of this happened, because, you know, Amazon made shopping malls kind of obsolete for anyone except us big guys who actually have to try clothes on rather than trust online uh, size charts. Right. Which I do not trust one single solitary bit. Nope. I send way too much stuff back. Yeah. And it, it sucks. It absolutely sucks. Um, so yeah, I hope, man, I hope they don't. I hope they don't close. I could understand them like closing some locations, but nationwide closing all of them and going, you know, whatever. Because um, obviously, if you file bankruptcy, it's going to hurt your stock, and you know, uh, yeah. So uh. I think they're privately held, and if you know bankruptcy isn't the same as closing, they'll just uh, discharge all their debts and be able to kind of start from scratch. <clears throat> That's what I was kind of thinking when they said they're filing for bankruptcy. And that's kind of what I was hoping is that they're just filing for bankruptcy because then it clears them of their debts and then they start from scratch again, which obviously there's going to be a fan base because there's going to be people like us, like you were saying, Kevin, uh, who need to go to that theater, who want that visceral reaction with uh, the audience and the movie and everything that's going on. And uh, you want to yell and scream and cheer and cry like angry babies when Tony Stark dies. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. Any any nerd grabs you guys got? I know Kevin's got one that he wants to talk about. Hell yeah. Yeah? What, what you got, Kevin? What what'd you get? Um, so I have, to a degree, um, completed at least something of a set with my little Power Rangers motif and that I have the red, green, and white masks now. Uh, and then I have Saba, which is signed by uh, uh, Tommy Oliver, Jason David Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have the Dragon Dagger. And I've been trying to get my hands on the red Power Rangers sword. It is not available like currently through actual retailers. So all you can do is buy it secondhand, which is roughly $400. So that's not happening anytime soon. But I did. I was able to get my hands on the uh, the dagger that turns into a gun, uh, the blade mm. blaster, as it's called. Yeah, yes. uh, so I have that, and so I'm going to mount them on my wall above the masks and make it look all purdy. Nice. Yeah, I saw you. Uh, you posted that picture of the helmets, and it looks really cool. And I can't wait to see what the f- completed uh, thing will look like. I got the hooks and everything. I just need to put them up. Nice. Uh, did you get anything else? Did you say you had two things or just the one? 
Uh, just the one. I mean, I got you know a couple more video games as I'm one to do. I'm playing the Final <laughs> Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, how's that? Uh, good. <laughs> it's big. It's very big, and it's very pretty. Is it pretty much the same storyline, or did they change any of that? Or did they just uh, I mean, it's the exact same storyline. They just put more in it. Like, there's more to do. There's lots of side quests. There's um, the combat is completely different because uh, it's not just that turn-based menu select anymore. It's it's actual real-time active combat, right. um, and then you can quick select spells and items and that kind of thing. And the summons are there, but. Um, now instead of just being a one-hit thing, they actually like join the battle with you, and it's you can only do it at specific times. Was this the first one that Cloud had that huge fucking sword? It's the only one that had Cloud, and yes, he had the huge fucking sword. Nice. I thought Cloud was in another Final Fantasy one. I mean, he's, he's been in. No, he wasn't in ten. Um, I mean, he's been in Kingdom Hearts, and he's been in the Dissidia games. Uh, but as far as the main the mainstream Final Fantasies go, uh, just seven. No. What was the one? What was the one Final Fantasy game? Or maybe I'm thinking of a completely different game. But I thought there was a Final Fantasy game where, like, they all had their names, but you could rename them. And that's uh, a lot of the that's a lot of the earlier ones you could. Okay. Like in Final Fantasy X, I renamed uh, Titus uh, Meg Ryan. <laughs> Because he looked like Meg Ryan. And then I think on another playthrough, I, I named him Loke. Uh, <laughs> like Loke Groundrunner from Thumb Wars, because all he does is whine. Get a fine specimen of a man, Loke Groundrunner. Exactly. Love I, that movie so much. So much. But yeah, you've. But like, you can't. You've, you could in Seven. Like, you could uh, name Cloud Buttface. You could name uh, Aerith <laughs> uh, Dead Soon. That kind of thing. Uh, but no, in this one, everybody just has their name, which is no. sort of a bummer, but I also get because it's fully uh, voice acted, so people actually say names and stuff like that. And right, right. There's no way to program Bear to call Cloud Butt Munch. Right. <laughs> which, well, I was I was thinking about that when I was playing the new Call of Duty game, where you can, well, no, it wasn't Call of Duty. Um, I lied. Uh, the... the um, what, was, what were we playing? The one, the wild, wildlands, Tom Clancy wildlands. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, where you could be male or female, you can be whatever you wanted, but obviously you would have to voice it. And I don't know the the fanciness of how electronics work, but the fact that you would have you could be either character and play the game just the same way, and that those. I mean, there's there's ways around that. I mean. Um... Uh, Mass Effect was always really good at, about it because you had to have a specific last name and they just called you Shepard. Uh, Dragon Age, they just called you um, Inquisitor, that kind of a thing. Um, so, you know, there, there's there's ways around having um, a customizable, um, you know, character who's either male or female and that kind of a thing and still be able to have voice acting. But I think because this isn't a customizable character, it's a set character, that's more difficult. Right, yeah. Uh, anything else for uh, for Final Fantasy VII or other nerd grabs? Nah. I kind of got a nerd grab. Yeah, what's that? Uh, well, I was, uh, you know, since we're in the age of masks, uh, I decided that I was going to have a lot of fun with mine. Uh, I ordered a black uh, face mask off of uh, Wish, and then uh, a couple of years ago, uh, Nikki gave me an old Army uh, Kevlar helmet, 
and I found a blue uh, helmet cover for that. And I'm going to be wearing that with my uh, mask and my Cobra t-shirt. Uh, and hopefully people will get the joke and not assume I'm there to rob the place. But if I have to wear a mask in public, I'm going to be a nerd about it. Uh, nothing like a big dude in a blue army helmet and a mask walking around. Uh, that I don't think that'll draw attention at all. No, not at all. I, I think uh, hopefully the nerds get it instead of running screaming for the hills. <laughs> <laughs> or calling the cops. Just don't walk around with like a rifle or anything. Well, now you tell me. Uh, Worst apocalypse ever. Worst apocalypse ever. Yeah, I got I got a couple nerd a couple nerd things actually. Um, something I ordered a while ago that finally arrived. But so I saw these things and I thought they were pretty fucking cool. But um, the main reason I saw them was for the Renaissance Festival, and you'll understand when I explain it. So at the Renaissance Festival, as we have all seen. Um, there are people that walk around, cast members that walk around with like lightsabers on their belts. And I'm like, okay, I get it. It's cool, you know. But if you wanted to be more authentic, it wouldn't be a lightsaber. Um, so I found these lightsabers that were made out of wood. So they're wooden lightsaber hilts. And I thought that would be fantastic to wear at the Renaissance Festival and a little bit more, period. Um, and I only wanted one, but the guy was like, well, do you want to buy all four of them? And he gave me a sweet fucking deal on them. So I did. And so now I, now I own these uh, wooden dialed lightsabers. Three of them are pretty cool. One of them, uh, eh. But, you know, for three. Is that for the one you ended up with? <laughs> no, I, no. I, I bought them because actually the one that you liked, which, which was one I would figure you were going to like, uh, which was the one that's kind of bent. And uh, so. <laughs> uh, bent wood. Yeah. So. Uh, so I have a couple of those, and I don't know like what I'm going to do with mine. Like I was thinking about if you stained it, I don't want to like paint it to make it look like a lightsaber. I was thinking more like if I got like a gray wood dye or wood wood dye, a gray stain, and stained it so it was like still wooden, but it just kind of had that like the metallic woody look. That we I don't know how to explain it. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. I still kind of want to stain it like a wood color, but like a like a dark cherry sort of color. Yeah, that's what I, I was going to actually ask you about that, maybe off air. But like, what would you do it just like in a normal wood color, or would you do it like an earth? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I would definitely do like a wood color. Wrap the, the bit of the handle in some leather. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now you're clucking, big chicken. Would you be able to uh, to spar with these? Uh, no, because they're just hilts. They're not. Um, oh, I mean, okay. There's a little hole at the top. You could probably stick a dowel in, but the dowel is only about three eighths of an inch. So, oh, those snap nice and easy. They would. Uh, so you wouldn't be able to unless they were metal. You wouldn't be able to spar with it very long. So, but you could. I don't know. Probably make some work. It's about three quarter. Yeah, it's about a three quarter inch dowel. Um, so hmm. yeah, that's what I picked up. Um, and I bought some. Just because I got my stimulus check today, I did buy a couple little extra parts for my actual lightsaber hilt from Saberforge. I don't know when they're going to get here. It says they probably won't ship for three months, so it probably will be a while. Um, yeah, but I bought a couple extra parts, like a new emitter for my thing, and I bought some leather wrap for that other one, Kevin, that we're going to make look better. So Because they were selling their leather wraps for like five bucks. I'm like, why the fuck not? Yeah, that's about what I got. Anything else? Anybody want to pimp anything? Uh, you can catch my other uh, podcasts. Uh, 
Blood of Kings and Couch Potato Theater over on the Fandom Podcast Network uh, with my co-host Kevin Reitzel and uh, Kyle Wagner and uh, the uh, Australian Bad Movie Podcast that I uh, occasionally host uh, with Adam O'Brien called Lethal Mullet. Uh, We talk about all the uh, crappy movies that uh, guys like us watched on uh, TBS and WGN and USA growing up. So if there was uh, ninjas or partial nudity, uh, these are the movies we talk about on that one. Nice. What do you talk about in your other two? Uh, well, Couch Potato Theater is uh, basically like if it comes on, you have to watch it. Uh, so movies like Heat or uh, Christmas Story, um, you know, you, you love it. You already have it on, uh, you know, DVD or Blu-ray. But if you click through and it's on, it just stays on that channel. Uh, and then uh, Blood of Kings is dedicated to all things Highlander. Uh, the movies, the TV shows, uh, the books, um, you know, the upcoming uh, uh, either movie or television series being directed by uh, or produced by uh, Chaz Stelsky of what you call John Wick fame. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, probably going to be on a couple others because everybody on the network is really bored. And uh, podcasting is pretty much the same thing as socializing. It uh, is. Kevin, you got anything? Please, God, go subscribe to friendship, uh, youtube.com slash friendship scrub, <laughs> friendship smugglers. I need more subs, uh, d- d- views and likes. And... <laughs> are you or Dom? Is that what you're? <laughs> sake, I need, I need, I need that sweet, sweet YouTube checks. <laughs> yes. And while you're there, there you... Well, basically there's another, there's another, uh, a winner is you trying to horn in on, on our territory that just started. And I want them to die in a fire. Cause we had it first. Well, All right. I can make that happen. You could, you could maybe send them a, Hey, we kind of already, you know, do they do the same thing with video games or what? Yeah. Really? Yep. They probably stole your idea. Probably. I'm going to kill them. Mm. Well, um, I was going to say when you're, if you go there and watch a winner's you, of course, you can also go back and watch our wonderful, uh, series, the layers, 10 episodes. Great. Good fun. Um, I actually have gone back and watched that too. And they're, they're, they're short and sweet. They are. They absolutely are. Fun little time. They are. And if you're bored and speaking of things you want to rewatch that are short and sweet, uh, spoiler sort of is out there. You just have to search YouTube, just type in spoiler sort of. It's usually the first one that comes up with a little wine glass and a movie reel. So, yeah, so things you can do, um, you know, when you're looking for new things or want to revisit something, uh, go check those out and give Kevin all the monies for um, his YouTube channel. Honestly, God, I don't care about the money. I just want the, I, I want to be seen because I, I want people to enjoy fun and I feel like I'm kind of fun. You are kind of fun, Kevin. Thank I you. like your fun and you're more than kind of fun. You're yeah. way fun. Yeah. You make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about I don't care about anybody else. You make me laugh. That's that's all I fucking care about. So really, um. So yeah. So this has been best threesome ever, episode one hundred and two, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games. I'm Nick. I'm Kevin. I'm Lee. And we will see you next time. The views held here by the nerds of Best Threesome Ever do not directly reflect the views of nerds everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs>